Good morning, everyone. It's Trevor Bills here with the Ram Radio at Angelo State University. I totally forgot to turn on my mic when I started talking at 11 when my radio show started, um, but it's on now. So sorry for that brief technical difficulty. We're back to your regularly scheduled talk show. So like I said, my name's Trevor Bills. I'm a freshman here at Angelo State University. I'm a marketing major from Houston, Texas, and I'll be doing a talk show called Trevor Talks, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Thank you all for tuning in to listen. So one of the things that I plan to be doing on my variety talk show here is I like to look at things closer, kind of as a hobby, dig into them, find some cool information, overanalyze things. If I hear something interesting, I'll I'll take a minute and do some research and find out what's going on with that. So one of the things I decided to overanalyze a little bit uh, came as a result of something that happened a few months ago. I was driving around in my truck and uh, a song came on on the radio that I hadn't heard before. It's called Yes by Kyle featuring K-Camp and Rich the Kid. So I was listening to it in the car, pretty catchy, just driving around. And uh, I was listening to the words really carefully. And in the fifth verse, Rich the Kid... And his, his verse is very well written. I mean, the whole song is very well written, but he's got a line in this verse where he said, my money blew. My money blew. What does that mean? What could he possibly mean saying my money blew? So I thought about it. I thought about it some more. And I had a general idea of what I thought he meant when he said my money blew. And then I thought about it some more, and I realized that there might be something a little bit more deeper in this lyric. So I wondered what other people thought he meant when he said, my money blew. I wanted to find out what other people understood that to mean. So I whipped out my cell phone and went over to the greatest data collection tool known to man, social media. I got over on Instagram, and I created one of those Instagram polls, one of the 24-hour open-ended question polls. And I posted that on my Instagram story for all my followers to go check out. And I just said... There's a lyric in a song. The artist says, my money blew. What do you think that means? And I got a lot of really interesting responses about it. So 10% of people were blatantly honest. They just said, I don't know. They, They didn't know. They didn't know what to think about it. And that's okay. Out of context, totally makes sense. Now, the overwhelming majority of people, actually 30% of them, said that they thought my money blew meant that he had a lot of $100 bills. 
the newer $100 bills have that blue security th- thread running down the middle of it, kind of to the to the side of Benjamin Franklin's portrait there. And the guy singing this verse, his stage name is Rich the Kid. So he's already got Rich right there in his name. You know, he he likes to explain how he has a lot of money. He's very wealthy. So for him to say, my money blue, referring to all the $100 bills he has, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And then the next most popular answer, with about 13% of people guessed this one, they said maybe the money's literally blue. Maybe it's foreign currency. There's some other countries where the money is, is printed on blue paper or it's printed with blue ink on a different colored paper. There's a few of those over in Europe. Some various European countries have some blue currency. Canada has blue currency. I believe it's the Canadian $10 bill is literally printed with blue ink. So it's it's physically the color blue. The next one was also a pretty interesting guess. Uh, a lot of people guessed that Maybe it had something to do with the Democratic political party and how they're associated with the color blue. Talk about blue states and red states, blue counties. So they guessed maybe if someone says my money blue, they meant my money is being donated to a Democratic political candidate or a Democratic party-backed cause or something like a social program is being funded by Democratic lawmakers. But something to do with the Democratic Party and their association with the color blue. The next guess was also pretty interesting. They guessed maybe he means that the money's cold because it's not being spent. We talk about physical money, paper money, and we say cold, hard cash. So maybe he's referring to how he has a lot of money in savings because it's not being spent. When we talk about spending a lot of money quickly, we say we burn cash, burn through money. And if he has it all in savings, he's not burning his money. And if his money isn't burning, maybe it's cold. And cold is associated with the color blue, you know, snowflakes and whatnot. And uh, the next guess is maybe that money is bad, money is sad, money doesn't bring happiness. So they associate the color blue with being sad. And saying maybe he has a lot of money because his name's Rich the Kid. He's got rich right in his name. So he's got all this money, but money can't buy happiness. So he's not happy with all this money that he has. So his money's sad. And next up is 
people guess maybe it's Monopoly money. Of course, in the classic Monopoly game, the $50 bills are all blue. They're nice light blue color printed on light blue paper. And some of the other editions of Monopoly, it might be other color bills. So if you buy Star Wars Monopoly, your $100 bill might be blue. But if you buy Pokemon Monopoly, maybe your $1 bill is blue. It, it differs between these. But the underlying thought here is that maybe it's Monopoly money. Maybe he's saying that he acquired his money in a manner that was illegitimate, less than legal, not on the up and up. So it's, it's kind of fake money. Maybe it's counterfeit like Monopoly money. And uh, so that was the guess there, Monopoly money. One person asked if it actually has a meaning at all. And, uh, you know, I thought that was a good, a good response because they've got a point. Maybe when Rich the Kid was saying this, maybe he just said it to make us ask questions. Maybe he just said it to make us think about it, overanalyze it on a radio show, kind of get confused a little bit, maybe question it. It's a good thought. And last up, someone guessed, maybe it means it's given to everyone. And this was one that uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure exactly what they meant by that. So I had to ask them to clarify. And they guessed that uh, maybe, maybe it really was just free money, you know, being handed out to people. So a lot of good guesses there. Um, again, the overwhelming majority of people thought it was referring to $100 bills. And I would say that I agree with that. So I agree, you know, that that it's the $100 bills because he's rich the kid. He's talking about how much money he's got and he's rapping about it and singing and he wants everyone to know that he's very wealthy. And so I, I agree with that, but I think that there's more to it. So I think he's also saying that it's it's new money. It's not old money. He didn't inherit this money from someone else. He had to work for his own money to get rich, to get famous, to build his wealth. Because they only started putting those blue security thread stripes on those $100 bills back in 2013. So all these bills that have the blue security threads on them are relatively new. Um, he would have had to have earned them himself, most likely. They, they weren't passed down to him. They weren't sitting in a safe for decades. He had to work for it. And so I think that he's saying he has a lot of money. If all his money's blue, 
He doesn't have those small bills like ones and fives and tens or even twenties and fifties are all, all green. And, uh, so since his money is all blue, he's got a lot of money because it's all hundred dollar bills, but it's also new money because he worked for it himself. So I think it's really interesting to look into this and kind of hear other people's thoughts on it, hear what other people think it means. If you're listening, I would recommend you take a minute at some point when you've got some free time, go look up the song. It's called Yes. It's by Kyle featuring K Camp and Rich the Kid. Go listen to it. Listen to the whole song. And when it gets to that verse, take it in its full context and think to yourself, does he mean $100 bills or does he mean something else? And you can kind of consider to yourself, did he mean any of the things that other people guessed or do you think he means something else? So it's really fun to kind of see how these different people think about the same lyric. And songwriters have to take that into account when they're writing these songs. They have to assume that people are going to understand what they mean. And a lot of times artists will make references to pop culture They'll reference things that they like to do. Sometimes they subtly diss each other. If they've got some personal issues with another artist, uh, they have no shame in just blasting them right in their songs. And it's all up to interpretation. Because if you didn't know that someone had personal issues with another artist, you might not understand why they said that. 20 years from now, if we hear a song from last week where an artist dissed another artist because they have personal issues with each other, we may not know what that meant. We might have to look it up. So in conclusion... His money's blue, and he has a lot of it. So that's it for today's super analytical, uh, you know, in-depth examination. So I'm going to briefly discuss some of the other stuff uh, that I'm going to be doing on this radio show because I still have more time here that I need to fill. So I'm hoping to interview some professors. We've got a lot of cool professors here at Angelo State. And a lot of them are seen, you know, in in class. But people might not really have a great opportunity to get to know them better. So if some professors are available, you know, I'll try to interview one you know, once every every other week or so and uh, get to know some more about them, maybe find out what their favorite ice cream flavor is, 
things like that. And uh, I'll be I'll be doing some more deep thinking on here, pondering some cool topics. And uh, aside from that, I don't really know what all we're going to be doing here. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you all for listening. And since I've got some more time here, I'm going to go on a quick little, it's not a rant, but I'm disappointed in paper straws. So it's a, it's another random little kind of deep thinking thought, if you will. So this past weekend, I went back down to Houston to visit my family because I've been up here for six weeks now. And uh, while I was flying through the Dallas airport, I had a layover there, and they've got a really nice Whataburger there at the Dallas airport. And, you know, pretty standard. They sell all the all the normal Whataburger stuff, uh, burgers and all that. They've even got the seasonal stuff. And they've got the drinks, too. And I'm always a fan of the Whataburger Dr. Pepper Milkshake when it's out seasonally. I know some people may not like it, but don't knock it till you try it. It's pretty good. And so while I was eating at this Whataburger, I ordered a Dr. Pepper milkshake to go with my patty melt. And uh, I got a paper straw. And I was, was kind of thinking, I was like, why, why am I getting a paper straw here? This is weird. So I looked into it a little bit more deeply and it turns out that the Dallas Fort Worth International Airport is actually recognized by the United Nations as being a official United Nations sustainable airport. And so they have to have various sustainability initiatives around the airport in order to qualify for that um, honor or award recognition from the United Nations. So some of the things they have include recycle bins, things of that nature, but they also have sustainability in the form of paper straws. And these paper straws are mandated by the airport to be given out at every restaurant located in there, including Whataburger. So I was a little bit skeptical at first, but I was like, you know, how how bad could these paper straws possibly be? And it turns out they're pretty bad. Uh, Everyone knows that paper straws get soggy fast. But beyond that, it turns out they actually get soggy faster in cold liquid. For example, a milkshake. And, and, and you know, don't get me wrong. I'm all for sustainability and, and saving the environment, saving the turtles, all that good stuff. We don't want turtles out there choking to death on our plastic straws. But if they could have at least made them wax paper, that would be fantastic. Because at least wax paper doesn't have little holes in it. Because paper... Paper's got some holes in it just because of the way it's made. It's a bunch of tiny little fibers kind of intertwined together. It's not like plastic 
Because plastic's just one solid tube when you make a straw. And so since this paper has a bunch of little holes in it, yeah, the holes aren't large enough for any any water to get through it. So you don't have to worry about that if you're just drinking a beverage. But these holes are tiny enough for air to get through it. So as a result, you know, you all you already have to suck a little bit harder on the straw to get up a milkshake as opposed to a standard soft drink. But when you factor in that half the air is leaving through these holes while you try to drink your milkshake, it gets pretty difficult. And uh, that coupled with the paper straw getting soggy while you're your mouth is on it because you're sucking vigorously on the straw trying to bring your milkshake up to your mouth. I got about maybe a fourth of the way through my milkshake. If that, might have been more like a fifth. And I concluded that it would be easier to just eat it with a spoon. Now, thankfully, Whataburger does give out spoons which arguably actually have more plastic in them than the paper straws that are you know, being used to replace plastic straws. But that's not important for right now. Um, so I had, to, I had to get a plastic spoon to eat my milkshake with because I couldn't get a plastic straw in the first place. So that was just really disappointing. And uh, kind of makes the, the Whataburger brand look bad, I feel, almost. Um, so, you know, people of the Dallas airport, if you happen to be listening to me, wax paper straws are the way to go. Because at least wax paper, all those little holes in the paper are covered. And since the paper is protected by wax, it doesn't dissolve and and get soggy almost instantaneously but at the same time if a wax paper straw ends up in the ocean after a while in water wax paper will still break apart and the turtles if the turtles eat a wax paper straw piece it'll just pass right through them because it's all it's all natural stuff so I think that the the solution here really is to just go with the wax paper straws, at least even if it's just for milkshakes. They've got some smoothie vendors in there in the Dallas airport. If the smoothie people could hand out wax paper straws too, there was some kind of exemption system in place to allow these restaurants of of selling these beverages that are thicker to use it at least a half normal straw, we can work out some kind of a compromise here. We can reduce the amount of plastic that we use and still be able to consume thick beverages pleasantly without difficulty. So that's all I've got for today. Thank you all again for listening to Trevor Talks. I'll be back Thursday at 11 a.m. 
and I'll remember to turn on my microphone that time. As I always say, I don't always learn my lesson, but when I do, you can bet I learned it the hard way. And today I certainly learned it the hard way after talking with my microphone off for a solid 10 minutes. It was 10 minutes of dead air on the radio today. My bad. Won't happen again. Thank you all. Have a nice afternoon.